encouraging word. The Lord put this on my heart. And uh, the reason the Lord put this on my heart was uh, he and I, we were so blessed this week. This has been like a high holy week for us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Further, the reason Friday night was a success was because you were all involved in it. Yeah. I'm so grateful that you wanted my wife and I, but it was everyone else that made it all happen. If it was left up to her and me, it wouldn't happen. So make sure you understand that. It's all because you were involved in it. I mean, we had, what, 70 people there Friday yeah. night. Mm -hmm. And if you weren't here, you missed it. Yeah. Amen. Man, did we have fun. Amen. And our visitors had fun. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing them. Amen. I know they're going to come back. Amen. Praise God. But Dean and I, it, it's pretty amazing. Now, I had shared with you, you know, I know a lot of you go through stuff and, and uh, <coughs> not trying to trivialize anything, but this is far better than any problem you ever have in your life. And I mean any problem. Because I could write a book about everything the Lord's brought Dean and I through. And it's things that he brought us through that I won't share with you to protect those that it happened to. Because I don't, I don't want you to know what happened. But the Lord brought us through that. But the Lord put this on my heart. Some of you, and I just know this, you're going through financial difficulties. All right? The Lord put this on my heart. Now, Dina and I, and I have shared, some of you didn't know this, but we almost lost our house. Because... I got hurt early this spring, and I was out of work for six, six, eight weeks. Then Dina broke her foot, so she was out of work for three months. So our income went way, way down. So we, I had shared with you about having to deal with Wells Fargo. So here we thought we did the right thing. Wells Fargo was helping us out. So guess what? After she went back to work, we got a bill in the mail for everything past due. And they said if we didn't pay that amount, plus two more payments on top of that, it was like almost $4,000, that they were going to call the loan. Not foreclose to work something out, they were gonna call the whole amount of the loan. So through all that, now, I'm boasting in the Lord. Yes. But the Lord's brought me through so many things. We came to church here, and that was the last thing on our mind. All we wanted to do was worship the Lord and please the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that like, see how great I am? The only reason I can say that is because everything we went through, we never gave up. Yes. We never had a pity party. We never sat just grumbling in our own problems because the only way you're ever going to overcome that is if you worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. That's what he wants. Amen. Don't think for one second the Lord doesn't know what you're going through. But don't anyone think you're going through something greater than anyone else in this room. Because you don't have a clue as to what we've gone through. Amen. But well, we went through it. Yeah. Right. And we got victory! Yeah. 
never stop giving offerings. Come we on. never stop doing any of that stuff. Yeah, if we sir. couldn't afford it, that meant bills went unpaid. Uh -huh. We still did it. So guess what? This past week, guess what? Everything is current. Yes. Oh. Our mortgage is current. We had a record week. Dean and I were Woo. talking about it. It was like, wow, look at the Lord. Amen. Amen. You stick with the Lord and he'll take care of you. Amen. So I'm going to share scripture with you. Now that was, that was from the book of Dan. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you the real scripture. Now, listen, when Dean and I were new in the Lord, boy, did we struggle paying tithes. And man, I'll tell you, Brother Welch, let me tell you something. My pastor, Brother Marshall, he is a teddy bear. Brother Welch is a grizzly bear. I mean, he was like hitting us with a four by four in the head all the time. You got to pay your tithes. And he, man, he had a whole message on that one time. He's going over there, turning the lights off and on. He says, how do you think everything keeps going if you don't? That's right. Who do you That's think exactly. you are to come here and enjoy all the glory and think you're getting it for nothing? Yeah. 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 Well, got really quiet. Boy, I didn't hear a whole lot. Because, see, I remember teaching, I remember teaching that your money is your life yes. in a tangible form. Mm -hmm. He gave you that life. That's right. And all he's asked for is a little bit of it back. Yeah. Just a little bit back. So I want to, this is his word. Okay, now listen to this. And it says, will a man rob God? The Lord put this on my heart to say this because I want you to... I want you to get this. This had to get drilled into our heads, and Dean and I will testify a thousand times over that this is the truth. Okay? Well, a man robbed God, yet you have robbed me. But ye say, wherein have we robbed thee in tithes and offerings? You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Here we go. Now, this is the only place in the Bible that I know of where God dares you. Now, I might be wrong, but it's the only place that I know of where this is what God says. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now. Yeah. I yes. dare you yes. to prove me. I wow. dare you. Yes. Prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Woo. And I can tell you, man, after this week, wow, we had those awesome services. Yeah. Mm. Awesome services all week. Man, Friday night, man, that was a hit. And then we got it all figured out. Me and Dean and I were like, we were sitting there in the living room looking at each other. Like, Can you believe what happened this week? And it's like, man, the Lord is good. And he always keeps his word. So all you that are struggling, believe me. It goes contrary to your logic and what this world's going to tell you to do. But we were just reading the scripture that said, because you don't honor me, 
I am going to cause all kinds of things to come up, and he's going to suck the money out of you. The world will suck the money out of you. So you can either give it to the Lord and not have the world suck it out of you. In other words, you think you're going to have financial problems? You won't if you honor God. But it all takes faith. And it takes a lot of patience. Yeah. Amen. Boy, in the end, what a blessing. Yeah, wow. I mean, I, man, you just have no idea. If you only knew. If you only knew. Man, oh, I am so blessed. Amen. So, and that's just one testimony. I got, what, 20 minutes left? No, 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 no. I'm teasing. I'm only teasing. I'm only teasing. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Lord. Uh, I just want to thank the Lord for our (coughs) not just our finances. Dan and I, we made a conscious decision years ago that we were going to be cheerful givers, even in the hard times. We did that. Honest to God, we did that. I mean, Chrissy was just this little tiny thing. We'd wrap her up and walk her up to the school. And uh, a friend of ours finally gave us a car that wasn't the greatest, but it lasted years, years And God has been so good to us. So good to us. I can remember eating a lot of goulash and turkey. Amen. <laughs> you know, but the sacrifices we made, you know, those of you who know where we live, the home we live in, is a blessing from God. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're so thankful for it. We're so thankful for everything that, that God has allowed us to have. Yeah. Amen. You know, when, when this all happened, you know, Dan didn't want to do anything because the end of October I had another specialist uh, take a look at my foot. And we didn't know what was going to happen. We depended on God for that. You know, we just, uh, Dan goes, well, you know, if you're out of work again, we might lose the house. You know, we didn't know what the, you know, but it was okay if we lost the house. Right. That's, right. That's something material. You know, we weren't fretting over that. We weren't fretting over losing the car. We weren't fretting over, you know, where our next meal was coming because we have God. Yeah. You know, no matter what, we have God. If we have to go back and live in another trailer house, <laughs> you know, that's okay with us. Amen. We've been there. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we have God. Our blessing, you know, we have a roof over our head, food yep, in our stomach, and, thing. you know, Amen. a job to go to. Right. I'm so thankful for all Thank that the Jesus. Lord has brought us through. When Dan was going, do you realize Dan lost almost a week of work? 
been, it's not even a, a choice, I guess, it's just a lifestyle. And you know, he brings us through every single time. Oh my goodness, he answers our prayers. He's gonna stand up and testify about something we've been praying about. Man, God is good. There's nothing like this life we have. Amen. We're so blessed. So I just want to stand up and tell him, you know, even if he don't, even if he doesn't answer my prayer sometimes, I'm still going to worship him. And I'm still going to praise him. And I'm still going to give him everything I have. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brother Dan, you took everything right off of class this morning. We were talking about money and the love of it. You know, it's. It is such a simple thing that we make complicated. It's giving. Giving back where we should give to the Lord. We give so quickly to everything else. And not just finances. You know, but I'm, I'm thankful. Like she said, he provides. This, this element in my physical being has been a blessing. As much as I dread it some days, as much as I, I still thank him. I still thank him because it took that to get through this old rocket to really understand that God's word is true and to depend on it. I'm thankful, you know. We get so caught up in all these, all our problems we glorify those. Oh, I'm having a hard time. Oh, I went through this. Oh, I went through that. We already have the victory. Amen. But we get in the way. We overstep our bounds and try to act like we can control things. When we get impatient with the Lord, and we sit back, like you said, and we have a pity party. Oh, well, I'm going through this, and oh, this person and that person. Well, what about you? What are you doing about it, or what aren't you doing about it? We have every means through Christ to overcome every single thing. I'm thankful for that. Because, you know, my wife and I, we've, 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 I don't know how, probably almost the whole time we've lived here, we, we've had a, a friend of ours who's an atheist. And while I was sitting here, he sent me a message. And he asked, maybe this is a dumb question, but he said, how open is your church to accepting new people? And I do my best to witness to him and just to, to live the life walk the walk. Never once have I even, I guess, actively witnessed to him verbally. Just my walk. Encourage him when he's down. He just moved back to South Dakota from Nevada. He's got a, a fiance and they've got a baby. I mean, if that's an atheist, he's asking. God is believing. Somebody that doesn't believe that there is a God is asking if he can come to the house of God. Hallelujah. And we sit here and we doubt. Right. We have that unbelief that he can't get us through our tiny problems. Right. My rent's Ooh. due, my bills unpaid. Thank He's working Jesus. on a, a soul and a heart that didn't even believe he existed right now. Right. Yeah. He can. He will. Victory. In Jesus' name, man, I'm so, that just... That's the power of prayer. Yeah. Every day my wife and I pray for him and his new family. Every day. Lord, open his eyes. Let him know that you are real. 
And to get that message, Ooh. as I sat down after worship service, that was, you can't tell me God ain't real. Amen. There's an answer for any of you that have been wondering right now. Amen. Will God answer my prayer? Amen. There's your answer. Ooh. He did what we would see, what we would be impossible. Mm -hmm. A non-believer asking to come to church. He said, I, I, I think you guys are a native church, but would you accept non-native people? I said, we're not native. <laughs> and it so happens we're predominantly native, but we would love to have you. Please come and join us. So I want you guys to keep Richard Tyree in your prayers and his wife, uh, Jamila, or his fiance, Jamila, and they got children. I don't know how many children they got, but two kids and one on the way. But pray for them that one day we'll see them walk into yes. yes. this place and turn turn his life around. Turn it upside Amen. down. I'm thankful to serve Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. He's a miracle worker. Nothing impossible. I'm just I'm overwhelmed. That's all I can say. You know, not to be so hard on everybody, but I'm, what I said about tithes and offerings or anything, just so you understand this. When you pay your tithes and offerings, it humbles you. Mm -hmm. And when you get humbled and you realize you have a situation, it's like, Lord, I need help in this situation. And don't think that it's sitting on your hands and doing nothing. Sometimes you have to ask to receive. Mm -hmm. You have not because you ask not. That's right. Now, Dean and I, the reason that we're in such a good situation now is we did something and we didn't think that we were going to get what we got. But by faith, we went and asked and we got it. Uh -huh. Amen. And so that's what I'm talking about. It's giving tithes and offerings is humility. Yes. It's humbling. Yes, it is. And it's good. It feels so, so good. good. Thank you, Jesus. It really does. Yes. You'll, You'll get hooked on it, believe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will get hooked Great, on it. Great, yeah. Sister Betty. I want to thank the Lord for um, bringing uh, Pauline and yes. Ernie, our guests, this morning at Sunday School. Yes. That's, I believe that's their fourth time visiting. And they came for lunch at our house today. Awesome. So that's another thing Amen. that we have to be grateful for is that they're coming regularly now, yes. more and more regularly, and they, to they told me the reason they came, they like to come, is because your husband makes the word understandable. Yes. It, he backs it up with scripture. Amen. And, he, and Ernie said, it just makes sense. Amen. So keep them in prayer, too, because they live here in Vermilion now. They're here now. And just keep them in your prayer that, you know, God will finish his work on them. And we'll see more of them. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Chrissy was telling me she's been working on Ernie, right? Right, Chrissy? Yeah. You've been working on him, too. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to give them all the praise on the Lord because he deserves it all. And God 
Amen. But I, you know, I, I heard something today that blessed my heart, and, and I know that, you know, people are coming because they 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 know something. There's there's a difference in what they experience, and if I can say it that way, what they feel in this place. Obviously, the Lord, the Spirit of God, is drawing them, yes. and and we want to do what we can to be able to be a light to to any person that walks through that door. And and I'll say this: it's everybody's responsibility. It's everybody's responsibility, and we're all we're all in this together. I remember watching a, a video years ago about this community that was up in Canada, a community that suffered all their members and it was a tribe up there. And, and of course in Canada, they don't call them reservations, they call them reserves, but the alcohol, Alkali Lake Reserve, I don't know if any of you ever heard the testimony of Alkali Lake, but pretty devastating, their whole reserve was just devastated by alcohol and, and drugs and violence and, and all these all these other vices that come along you know, with all this activity and, and it took one, one lady, it took one person to stand up and to finally say, no I've had enough enough is enough and she stood up and she said, you know what? I don't want a part of this no more. I want my life to be better. How many of you want your lives to be better? Amen. I want my life to change. How many of you want your lives to change? Amen. And she stood her ground and it wasn't easy at the beginning. It wasn't easy. It just seems like just because she made that choice, that decision to do so, it just seems like everything just unleashed upon her and but you know what regardless she said nope I don't want to go back to alcohol again and it wasn't very uh, long a short time later her husband finally gave in to her influence and then after her husband it was a close friend of theirs that finally realized the seriousness of their their decision and and uh, she gave in to, uh, you know, their influence. And then from there, it just seemed to go on from person to person. It just hit. Pretty soon, that whole reserve was affected by those people's decision. And it took a little time. Didn't happen overnight. It took a little time. But after a while, after about maybe two, three years, you know what happened? God turned that whole reservation, that whole reserve along to where pretty soon there was no alcohol on that reservation. There were no drugs on that reservation. And their, their testimony shook a lot of, you know, the communities and reserves up in Canada, even, even you know, across all the provinces. It just shook them because, you know what, they proved they proved that they could overcome. Man, what a what a message. 
message. Amen. And did uh, you know that all of us in here have a message? We're all a, we're all a part of what God is doing in our lives, and all of you have a testimony. We're all a part of it. We're all a part of it. Last week, last week we had Brother Craig preaching to us, and uh, I uh, I didn't want to shorthand the ministry. At the first of the month, a lot of bills are due. And uh, I said, Lord, I want to be a blessing to the, to the man of God. I want to be a blessing to the ministry. So I came in here with my mind on giving so much every, every time the offering was received. This is what I'm going to give. You know, and back of my mind, here's the devil. Well, you have this bill due. So why don't you just give half of that tonight? Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been in that position? Yeah. yeah. And um, I said to myself, I can't do that. I want to be a blessing. I want to be a blessing. This is for the work of God. This is for the man of God. And you know... Uh, Went through all, all that whole week, uh, four days, uh, was it? From Sunday to Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, I put out, you know, if I say it that way, I put out a good sum of money. I put it out. I gave it to the Lord and I said, I, I need to support the ministry. And, and I did it. You know what? I, my, my thought was this. I'm going to do it, Lord, because I know you'll take care. Amen. Yes. Amen. <clears throat> And, and guess what happened? The Lord took care of me. Amen. He came through. Younger, young, when we were younger in our walk with God, there was always this quote, and you probably all heard this. We all always hear it. He maketh the way when there seemeth to be no way. We would always quote that. We had that, that faith, that, you know, that newborn faith. Oh, God will do, take care of anything and everything. And so, you know, and, and it's, it seems like, I don't know if we were naive or <coughs> if we were foolish. I don't know. I guess if I want to be a fool, I guess I'll be a fool for the Lord Jesus. Amen. But, but just believing in God and what he's able to do, that's something. That is something. Praise God. I'm not going to preach on finances. Don't worry about it. I can feel the, the you know, the tension. Oh, here comes past. You know, brother, I didn't know, I didn't realize I was a teddy bear, brother. I was thinking to myself, if I'm a teddy bear, then I guess I need to take off my gloves. <laughs> but <laughs> praise God. 
The only reason why that when I when I speak or when any minister speaks about giving, did you notice I said giving? It's because it's not that we need your money or we want your money. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. It's because we're trying to persuade you and instill a principle or concept about giving. Mm -hmm. And if you would just understand that God, the God of heaven and earth, mm -hmm. is able to bless you if you bless him. Amen. Amen. He doesn't need it. That's right. That's right. But he wants us to understand there is a principle that is involved here. A principle. And if we could ever grasp that and understand that, you know, the Bible says it is blessed, more blessed to give than to receive. That's right. Amen. So when when you come into that place where you, you want to exercise obedience to God's word and let me tell, let me tell you something it's got to be by faith mm -hmm. by faith everybody say by faith. By, by, faith. Faith. by faith and God will make that way for us he'll make that way for us this all here is what you belong to That's right. it's what you belong to we invest our sweat, we invest our time, what we do here, everything we do, we invest our finances, huh? and, and we do it because we want to belong to this. Mm -hmm. We want to belong to this. Yes. And we want to see it grow. We want to see it prosper. Amen. Did you know that there are a lot of talented people sitting in this congregation? Amen. Listen to me. Listen to me. However the Lord chooses to operate tonight, I'm just going to let him operate. Amen. But there are a lot of talented people sitting in this congregation tonight. I'm not talking about you know, there's a lot of musicians because it's not just that kind of talent. It's other talents that you have. Yeah. Other abilities that you have. Did you realize that God calls you for a reason? Amen. And it's because you have a, an ability that, that, you know, a gift, a talent that God yeah. wants to use. Amen. Whether it be, you know, it could be your person, like the scripture says, that you exercise mercy. Or you're a person that uh, is, is a person that can be involved in the government in the church. Or if you're, if you're a person that is a, a person that can give, I'm not talking financially. Mm -hmm. I'm talking you can offer a gift of giving in the church. You can give, you have something to offer this church just by what you give to it. Amen. And see, that's what's in this congregation right now. The few that are in here, you all have 
a gift. You all have a talent that God says, I want to use you in this. Amen. The, the problem is we never really try to focus on what God has called us to do. And here's the thing, the majority of the time we're focused on our agenda or our priority or our will, not his. Did you realize that if you seek God, what does the scripture say? Here's the principle. Here's the principle of the scripture. It's so simple. Amen. And this is what it says. It says, seek ye the kingdom of God in all its righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So what was, what is, uh, uh, when it comes down to it, what is it that we have to do first? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness. Mm -hmm. And all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. So if we, if we put that as our priority in our life, what we do is for the kingdom of God. Did you realize that we're called... We are, praise God, called, and we are in his kingdom. Mm -hmm. Amen. All the kingdoms of the world, I understand, in the scripture, what's going to happen? They're going to crumble. Mm -hmm. They're going to fall. Even the kingdom of the United States of That's America. Right. Yeah. But what kingdom is going to stand and what kingdom is going to rule and reign the kingdom Amen. of the Lord Jesus Christ that is scripture that is the truth so when we understand that we are called into that kingdom amen why do we have difficulty serving him in the capacity that he wants us to serve him. If you would, if you, if I could ever share with you the times I've been in here praying up here and talking to the Lord, this, this little pew right here, this little bench is, 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 is I guess it's my area. I don't know why I just connected to it, but I tried to move over here one time. It felt kind of out of place. <laughs> I moved back over here because it feels good there. I don't know why. <laughs> but here's the thing. And, and I come and I pray, and, and guess what? I feel the presence of God here. This is his house. This is his work. It's not mine. It's his. Amen. Please don't say it's Brother Harold's church. No. It's not my church. That's right. It's his church. Amen. He shed his blood mm -hmm. for this body. Yes. He shed his blood for you. Is everybody listening? Amen. Amen. Praise God. So it doesn't belong to me. I'm just a, amen, a overseer. I'm just a pastor that God has called me to, amen, to lead this flock. Praise God. So it's all his. 
and not mine. I'm doing what he has called me to do. What about you? Are you going to do what God's called you to do? Just hold on to your seats now. Praise God. Somebody's saying, well, he's getting out of the regular order of service. What order is that? The only order I know is the order of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You never know what can happen. That's right. The Spirit of the Lord falling in this place, you never know. Hallelujah. I was amazed at Melissa's choice of uh, the, the worship, the music that she led us in this evening. Because as soon as she started uh, worshiping the Lord and and as soon as she started singing the songs that she sung, I tell you what, she was stepping all over my message. Wow. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Talk about confirmation. Woo. Confirmation that you're in God's will. How many of you ever try to find or seek that confirmation that you're in God's will. What do you do to try the spirits? Let me tell you something. This is the truth. There have been so many different spirits that have influenced some of you and led you astray. How do I know that? By the things that you allowed yourself to fall into. Something. It is something. It's the influence that we, that we, I guess, we look to. That somehow, it when it comes to us, without even trying to determine if it's a good influence or a bad influence. We just accept what comes our way. My salvation is important to me. How about you? Amen. Amen. And whenever I feel something, whenever I feel a shift, if I could say it that way, whenever I can feel a shift in the wind, I'm not just going to let it blow me in whatever direction it's blowing. Amen. 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 I want to try. I want to try and see if that's God's will. I want to pray about it. I want to feel, feel it, feel out in the spirit and say, God, is this your will? Is this what you want me to do, Lord? Is this, is this you? Because sometimes it can look so good. Yeah. Yeah. It can have the right appearance. It can shine as, as bright as any light. But you know what? It may not be God. That's right. And we're living in a time where we need to exercise discernment. Mm -hmm. Amen. Huh? Amen. Because the Bible says that there are, amen, uh, seducing spirits. Seducing spirits that will want to lead you astray. Is everybody paying attention? Amen, yes. Hallelujah. So it's obvious 
it's obvious. It's kind of it's kind of something because when I was thinking about this and what, what I received of the Lord, <laughs> praise God. We should never we should never approach our salvation with uh, with a laid back attitude and spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. I have a certain way of doing things and uh, I have a certain way of doing things and of course you know I think I, I, I've just kind of uh, come to a place turn with me in your Bible to the book of Malachi chapter 2 treacherously every man against his brother by profaning the covenant of our Father. You may be seen. Have we not all one Father? Hath not one God created us. What would your answer be to those two questions? Amen. Yes, amen. What would your answer be to those two questions? Would it be an affirmative yes? Amen. An affirmative yes. He is my father. He is my God. Hallelujah. He is my Lord and Savior. Praise God. And if you know that with certainty, if you know it, if you know it, and you claim it, and you declare it, God is my Father. 
He has created me. I want to somehow, amen, relieve you of any confusion or even uh, identity crisis that you may be going through right now. I don't care what the devil has been telling you. He's a liar. Amen. Praise God. That's right. And we are all here because, guess what? There was a day that we heard the gospel. Yeah. That we heard the good news about him. And guess what we did? We humbled ourselves to it. Mm -hmm. We obeyed it. Mm -hmm. Amen. We believe it with all our heart, don't we? Amen. So as a result of our confession of faith, we have one Father. Amen. We have one God. And we have become His. We belong to Him. Somebody say, we belong to Him. We belong to Amen. Him. Amen. We are His. And here's the other part of it that you need to understand. And He is mine. Yes. Amen. Let's make that declaration. Amen. Let's, let's be very clear tonight that, amen, that we are his people. We are the sheep of his pastor. Praise God. So we understand that we belong to him. But let me tell you something. Does he belong to you? Yes. Is he your God? Amen. Woo. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Living in a day where there's so much promiscuity. Yes, Praise God. Amen. So many things going on and so many people mingling. Amen. Going back and forth. Praise God. And I'm reminded of, you know, uh, uh, the, the way that our, our society is right now. It's too bad that they're in denial. It's too bad that they're accepting all these ungodly lifestyle and saying that uh, it's just a, it's just another choice or it's just another lifestyle that you can choose to live. That is not the truth. God ordained the family. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. God ordained a, a husband and a wife yes. and amen. children that are supposed to be procreated, uh, amen, by the man and the woman. Praise amen. God. As far as I'm concerned, the world is cheating right now. Yes. They're taking right. the word of God. They're turning it around. They're not going by the rules. Are you listening to me? They're not going by the laws of creation. God created us this way. Amen. And so we ought to live in the manner God called us to live. There's nothing, there's nothing, praise God, like this life that you and I That's have right. been called to. That's right. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. It's amazing, isn't it? Amen. It's amazing. What do, what do we need tonight? What kind of uh, affirmation? What kind of confirmation? What kind of witness do we need tonight? You know, I was thinking about a scripture, and uh, it's in the book of Isaiah. I wrote it down here in chapter 4, and you're probably familiar with this already. But praise God, in Isaiah chapter 4, in verse number 1, 
You see uh, a scripture here, amen, the prophet Isaiah speaking, amen, the word of the Lord here. And, and look what he has to say. He says this. He says this to the people of Israel. And he says, uh, praise God. And in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man and saying, we will eat our own bread and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by thy name to take away our reproach. Amen. These seven women, women looking for one man that they can take his name so their reproach can be taken away. Praise God. You know what? We're seeing that in the so-called Christian world today. We're seeing that in, amen, in the religions of the world that we are living in, in today. Everybody wants to access God. And everybody wants to claim that they know God. But let me tell you something. My Bible tells me there is one God and one Father. Are you listening to me? And one body. Praise God. There are not many like the world believes. There's just only one. And, and here's the thing. I'm glad that we are legitimate children. I'm glad we are legitimate children. Guess what? And, uh, and I'm not swearing. I don't want to get you, amen. I don't want to offend you or anything, but this is not swearing. I'm glad we are not bastards. That's right. That's right. A bastard is a child that does not have a father. Yeah. Doesn't have that father figure over, amen, over them. But let me tell you something. And a bastard is somebody that doesn't care, amen, to respect any kind of authority. Yeah. Amen. There's that kind of mentality even in the churches. They don't want to honor the word of God anymore. Right. They just want to do their own Woo. thing. Amen. They want to eat their own bread, but yet they want to be called by his name. Wow. Here's the thing I'm saying tonight. We know who our baby daddy is. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make no bones about it. Yeah. There's no guessing game here. Yeah. We know who our Heavenly Father is. Yeah. Yeah. We know who he is. Have we not all one father? The answer to that question is yes. We have one father. His name is Jesus Christ. So what what better way could could we amen understand and know? Let me tell you something. I, I, I want to share this with you tonight because some of you need to understand this. God is in your life. But you need to put him in your life. You need to put him in that area in your life that he needs to be. Yes. He's not a second figure in your right. life. He's not the third no. figure in your life. He ought to be the number one figure yeah. in your life. Yeah. Everything that you do, praise God, should be because Woo. he is the center of yeah. your life. Why is that? Because he is your heavenly father. Amen. You know what I love about him? You know what I love about him? Just let me throw this in. In Psalm 68. In Psalm 68. Hallelujah. 
in Psalm 68, it says this, right around verse number five, I think it is. In Psalm 68, it says, amen. Verse number four, sing unto God, sing praises to his name, extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. Now look what it says, a father to the fatherless. A father to the fatherless. If you need a father tonight, I can recommend a very good father. Amen. Jesus said in Matthew 23, 9, he said, Call no man on earth your father because you have one father in heaven. He is our father. He is our heavenly father. So we should know who our father is. Thank you, Jesus. So we understand that because, amen, he is our father. He is our heavenly father. Hallelujah. And there's none else. Praise God. There is none else. The scripture says in the book of Romans chapter 8, if you want to go there with me. The book of Romans chapter 8 and verse number 14. And this is what the scripture says. Amen. I want you to read it very, amen, uh, closely tonight. In verse number 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God. Are you, do you see that? So uh, for as many as are led, amen, of the Spirit, by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. If you're led by the Spirit of God, you are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. But I want you to see what he says. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again. I want you to remember that. Amen. We have not received the spirit of bondage again. We used to be in bondage. Amen. Under the elements of this world. Under sin. Are you listening to me? Under darkness. Under, praise God, the dominions and powers. But guess what? He set us free. He set us free. We are no longer in bondage anymore. Because he set us free. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption. Amen. Hallelujah. We have received the spirit of adoption. Everybody say, the spirit of adoption. The spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Now, now let me share something with you tonight, so you can so you can have a a pretty good understanding of who we are. Praise God! When we obey the gospel, when we repented, when we, you know, I know I know a lot of us say you know we the Lord turned our lives around and He sure did. He turned our lives around, but why did he turn our lives around? Because we turned around. Huh? We turned around. We did a 180 from the life we used to live. 
Guess what? That life is history right now. Do you understand that? Yeah. That life you used to live, that sin you used to live in and walking and talking, guess what? It's not a part of your life anymore. Right. It's gone. It's yeah. dead. It's buried in the name of Jesus Christ. That should not be an issue with you anymore. Right. That shouldn't be a problem with you, especially if you want to live for God. Amen. So as a result of you, amen, forsaking your sin, guess what the Lord did? He, you know what he did? He filled you with the Holy Ghost. Yes. He filled you with the Holy Ghost because you obeyed him. And guess what happened? You began to speak in other tongues. You began to speak that heavenly language. Amen. Because guess what? He filled you with the spirit of adoption. Yes. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba. Mm -hmm. Which means, Father. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. We cry, Abba. I like what Brother Craig had to say. Kind of burned a few hides. But it's the truth. Hmm? We all claim the Holy Ghost. Huh? We all claim it. You're going to know when you have the Holy Ghost. Huh? There's not going to be any kind of doubt or uncertainty. Amen. When you ask a person, hey, did you receive the Holy Ghost? Someone says, I don't know. Or when they come up to you, did I receive the Holy Ghost? You know what? You should know yes. if you receive the Amen. Holy Ghost. You should know if God fills you yes. with the Holy Ghost because you're going to experience that new birth. You're going to receive the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So when the Holy Ghost comes upon us, guess what happens? Amen. Uh, here's something interesting. Adoption. Adoption. What he's talking about. We have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Amen. Do you know what that means, adoption? In this particular scripture verse right here in, in Romans chapter 8, in verse number 15, that word adoption means this, to be placed as a son. To be placed as a son. Or to be placed as a daughter. In other words, when God fills you the Holy Ghost with the Holy Ghost, you know what he did? He placed you as a son. He placed you as a daughter. Amen. And so, so we see that. And, and you go on and the Bible says, And the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Amen. So when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, guess what? The Holy Ghost is going to bear witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. Amen. So I know who my heavenly father is. You know, I can 
I can get down in prayer and I can just start talking to him like I'm talking to you right now. Lord Jesus. And I just begin to speak to him person to person. <clears throat> begin to talk to him. And you know one of my confessions every day, you'll probably hear this. If you're ever with me in prayer, one of the first things I say when I get down in prayer and I start talking to him, I say, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for giving me another day. Thank you for life. Yes. And you know what I say? I said, Lord, I need you more than anything in this world. I need you more than anything in this world. And I begin to pray. You know, when I was younger, I was sharing my testimony with, you know, a couple the other day. I said, you know what amazed me when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost way back in 1982? You know what amazed me? It was just, just wasn't the experience of, you know, I knew I received the Holy Ghost because I felt the Lord come and I, and I felt quickened. And all of a sudden, I wasn't really paying attention to myself. I was just overwhelmed by that feeling, his presence, that love, just so overwhelming. And then finally, when my ears were attuned to everything that was going around me, I heard myself speaking in tongues. Amen. I was oblivious to that because of the love. And you know what? The love was just so amazing and still is. Amen. This love that I experienced the day I got the Holy Ghost, it's still the same love. It's an overwhelming overwhelming love. And because he baptized me with the Holy Ghost, he baptized me with his love. And you know what? From that moment on, amen, I never thought about backsliding. I never thought about giving up. You know what? The love experience was too great to back on God. And if you haven't experienced the love of God, maybe you haven't experienced the fullness of God. Just because you can pray and speak in tongues doesn't mean if you speak in tongues when you pray, you know what's going to be the tall tale sign of you having the Holy Ghost? If it's going to be, amen, the, the real thing, the real thing, you know what's going to happen? Amen. When you go out there, when you leave this building and you go out there in the world and you face all the things that you face out there in the world, let me tell you something. There is trial. There is tribulation. Yeah. There is persecution. Are you yeah, listening to me? Right. There are afflictions. There are things that happen to us that are beyond our control. But thank God we have the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And when you can pray in the Holy Ghost and you speak in tongues, you know what's going to happen? If it has a hold of you, it's going to keep you when you go out there in the world. That's right. Amen. Something that, uh, that I'm concerned with. We used to have this old cliche and uh, with our family, our children, we used to say this, a family that prays together stays together. Mm -hmm. huh? That's right. 
when you pray together. Why is it so hard for us to pray together? Amen. And I'm not just talking about your immediate family, but the church family yeah. as well. Amen. Woo. We should all be locked in on the Holy Ghost. Huh? Letting the Holy Ghost do something in us yeah. where we can just yeah. let it permeate in us and give us that eternal life. Let me tell you something. If you let it fill you, if you let it fill your cup to overflowing, you know what's going to happen? You're going to be filled with joy, unspeakable, yeah. and full of glory. Regardless if you're going through something, regardless of your bills are due, are you listening to me? God's going to give you victory. All you can do is rejoice. Amen. Rejoice with glory. Amen. And give God the glory. people to keep that composure when certain things are going on round the bottom we seem to want to focus on that we seem to want to amen look at that and and and, and think about that more than we think about the holy ghost we have amen whenever i'm in a straight whenever things are happening i know the devil's hard at work i even know what this world can do to a person even my own flesh i know what my flesh will do to me if i listen to it long enough but i thank god that there's a scripture that says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world i know who my baby daddy is yes I know who he is. Because he has given me his spirit. So here's the thing. I want you to concentrate on what the Bible says. He has given you his spirit. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. You haven't received that spirit of bondage again. But you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit. Do you see that? Mm -hmm. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit. You know, that's my confidence. Woo. That's my confidence. When I can feel the Holy Ghost rising up within me. Amen. Hallelujah. It's kind of something in, in, the, in the side of adversity. And you know, you know, it's like what Brother Craig said the other evening. Don't go by your feelings. Yes. That's right. We always seem to wear our feelings on our sleeve. Mm -hmm. Don't go by what you're feeling right now in your flesh because that's not the way to determine or evaluate your spiritual right. life. Remember, you have the Holy Ghost inside of you. Yeah. And His Spirit will bear witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. Yeah. I, like what, I like what you have to say tonight, Brother Dan. Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> The reason why I said it is because of this. He said, so 
The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. How many of you feel that tonight? Amen. 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 Remember this? Who are you? Holy Ghost who? Holy Ghost who? Holy Ghost who? Of course, they're adopted soon too. <laughs> We're all adopted into his family. Yeah. His family. Yeah. I was hoping to get some some really, really impressive Akisha in there. Blood curdling. That would send the devil running out of here. I know like, like you know what you have inside yes. here. If you knew what you have inside here, you wouldn't be afraid of the devil. You wouldn't be afraid of temptation. You wouldn't be afraid of trouble. Heirs. Yes. heirs of God and joint heirs yes. 
with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Let me tell you something. He's not talking about the future. He's talking about now. God wants to, amen, give glory. He's going to reveal his glory in us. Some of you aren't paying attention. Wow. When the enemy shall come in like the flood, yes. the Spirit of the Lord shall raise up the
to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Do you see that? To as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe, that believe, that believe on his name. He gave them power. You know what that word means? The right to become the sons of God. Did you realize we have rights as the children of God? Materially, uh-huh. we are right. in poverty. That's right. We are not in poverty. That's right. We don't. We don't uh, look at that. We don't use the world system and say, "Hey, we're lacking. We're not." You know what? We're wealthy. Yeah. We're wealthy spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. We have it all in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And if we're wealthy spiritually, we can also because of economy. Guess what John said? I would that you would prosper even as your soul prospers. So if we prosper in the Lord, God will prosper us out here in the world. as far as that building next door but I know this God can make a way he could he could touch Mr. Brunick's heart and, and Mr. Brunick said tell you what I'll just donate this to your church yes sir yes. 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 he could do that he, said, he could say well let me cut the price in half he could do that yes. he could yes. do every way he please but let me tell you something amen God knows our yes. needs and to be honest with it, with you, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, that's right. Because God knows our potential. Yes. 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 That's right. He knows our potential. So anyway, he says, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his woman made of little made made of a his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive look what he says might 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 receive the adoption of sons that hinges on you yeah right yeah like i said before either you want it or you don't that's right yeah right that's true don't be blaming anybody else for something you don't have that's right or don't be blaming anybody else for something that you don't want. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? If you really want this thing, God will give it to you. Amen. Huh? Yeah. If you really want the things of God, the deep things of God, God will give it to you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, before, and I'm not trying to make myself look like somebody... Big, I'm nothing as far as I'm concerned. 
but I was a young man, very young man and ambitious. And uh, I knew what I wanted. And here's the thing, I, I wanted to do it. I wanted to go after it. I wanted to pursue it. I wanted to do everything my way. And, 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 and you know what, here's the thing. I was kind of, uh, I guess I was uh, uh, distracted or I was blinded from you know, the, what God really wanted to do in my life. And here I was, I was just thrilled at some of these things that, you know, I could see and I could see, wow, you know, I, I want to be able to get to that place right there. And, and you know, that's just the way I was in, in, in my faith. And, you know, I believe God can do things, but you know, I, I was having faith for the wrong things. Mm -hmm. If you get my drift. Amen. And I remember the man of God spoke to me one time and he said, Brother Harold, I need to talk to you. I want you to come over to my place because I, I have a word from the Lord for you. So you know what I thought? <laughs> 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 Walked in there. Praise the Lord. Out there. Praise the Lord. Sit right down. He didn't waste no time. He said, Brother Harold? I said, yes, sir. He said, the Lord told me to tell you, you need to desire the deep things of God. He said, you're not going any deeper than the soles of your feet. Wow. He said, God wants you to go deeper because he has, amen, things for you, but you do not want to go deeper than where you are right now. He said, you're just a surface skimmer. Wow. And you know what? Wow. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that? Remember that? He even drew a picture. And when I seen everything that was below my feet, I tell you what, I went. Wow. That's what I'm keeping myself from getting a hold of. Let me tell you something. Some of you folks in here, you need to get past the first principles Amen. of the oracles yes. of God. Amen. You need to go on to better things. Yes. Quit hanging around. Yes. Amen. The first principles. Yes. It's time. You know what? Here's the thing. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take some effort. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Amen. It's going to take some effort. Mm -hmm. It's going to take for you to actually, amen, put some effort into your salvation. Amen. Put some effort into your praying. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Put some effort into your fasting, yeah. into your studying. Are you listening to me? Into your giving. Put some effort into it. If you want to need things from God, go for it. I was, I was going through some studies I did years ago, and uh, they're not, they're not uh, uh, out of season. They're not, they're not like uh, for you know. I gave them several times, several places all over the country and up there in Canada. I've shared them with uh, different, different uh, fellowships and congregations. They're, they're not outdated. They're, they're, they're very, they're very, uh, what can I say? There's something that would impart understanding and knowledge and wisdom to the people of God. 
I've longed, I've longed to bring out those notes and amen, share them with this congregation. I was praying about it one time. I said, Lord, I would love to teach on this in this church. And you know what he said? They're not ready for it. They're wow. not interested in it. Wow. Amen. They're just used to, amen, the simple things wow. of faith. Let me tell you something. If that's the case, you need to desire the deeper things of God. So God, amen, can root you and plant you and build you in the things of God. I only know so because when God, after God spoke to me that, you know what I did? I said, okay, things are going to change for you. I started to pray even more. Some of you think an hour of prayers, a long hour of prayer. Mm. I can remember waking up early, early. Praying for three, four hours in the morning. Amen. Woo! Coming home from work, <coughs> tired, want to lay down and sleep, get my stuff ready for the next day. That was all part of my routine. But you know what? I felt his spirit taking me to that place. So I would get down and I would pray and you know what? Sometimes I would pray myself past the midnight hour. All because I really wanted something from God. Amen. Amen. Woo! Kind of quiet in here. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I know who my heavenly Father is. Amen. Hallelujah. I know who He is. I don't have. I used to be way on the other end. Somebody was sharing this with us about somebody that went on the binge for days. Whenever he was confronted with a a difficult situation, something came his way. You know how he avoided it? He took off. And he drank for days. Didn't come back until he was done drinking. But his his uh, his desire to do that took him on for days. He 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 lived hard and drank hard. You know that was my lifestyle. I lived hard for the devil for years. As a young man, I lived hard for the devil. I couldn't tell you how many weekends I would stay almost up for the entire weekend. Just putting drugs and alcohol in my body, not thinking about rest, but just wanting to, to get that high and think I was, you know, I was having fun, which I really wasn't having fun. Praise God. I just lived hard for the devil. Praise God. Just going after it and, and you know, not wasting any time, not hesitating. If there was a, a party to be found, I found that party. Are you listening to me? Some of you know what I'm talking about. Amen. You put yourself there in that situation. You were trying to seek some kind of solace or some kind of peace. But you know what? It wasn't out there in the world. And it wasn't in that can of Budweiser or that, amen, that pine of Windsor. Are you listening to me? It wasn't in that 
Let them feel that heat. Let them be aware of what they need to do. That they can get a hold of you, Lord. Get their attention. Get their attention. And you know, I pray. I pray and I say, God, please. Wake them up. Amen. I'm going to say this. Do you know what some of your hindrances are? It's the world. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's the world. It's worldly lifestyles. Huh? Mm -hmm. Worldly, the worldly value system. Still kind of holding on to part of it and and you think that, oh, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. I see a lot of these young people still, amen, still connected to their cell phones and their iPads. I see that. And you know, when you take it away from them, guess what happens? They get upset. Yeah. They throw tantrums. They get mad. Just can't live without that. Just can't live without that little piece of phone or little piece of iPad, that little light that's on that, that uh, amen phone or iPad. They just can't get their eyes off of it. And we, and we think it's harmless, harmful, you know, harmless, I should say. But it's harmful because every time they are looking at it, they're ingesting the world. That's right. And we wonder why they have attitudes. Exactly. And why we have problems with that spirit of rebellion and disobedience. Mm -hmm. My kids can tell you, and I don't know if they ever hated me for it, only God knows. But my kids can tell you that anything that had to do with the world, guess what? Yeah. And we look at our kids, we go, when they start to throw that tantrum, we start to cry right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes I say, get over it. Huh? Yeah. You're mean. No, I'm not. That's right. I just love you. Woo! I'm not, you know, my kids will tell you there's times I have to slap their little hands. Yep. And sometimes, you know, when they on the behind, just yep. and it wasn't no. That's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's not going to help. Huh? You better stop that. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. When, when, we, when we did when, what we weren't supposed to do, my dad said, you're going to get a licking. Mm -hmm. Guess what? We got a licking. Mm -hmm. 
and he took off his belt or he found a, a switch and guess what? My dad wasn't kind that spared his arm. Let me tell you something. Wham! And when you felt the sting of that belt or that whip, guess wow. what? The, in my mind it was saying, I'm never going to do this again. Yeah. And the world thinks that's cruel. No, no. You know the world needs more discipline. Yes. Yes. The world needs more discipline. That's right. There's a difference between discipline and abuse. That's right. The other morning, my granddaughter was trying to be difficult with me, and she wanted, uh, boy, she can guzzle orange juice like that. <laughs> yeah. And we filled a little sippy cup up, and we watered it down, and I gave her half juice and half water. We filled that cup up, she took it. <laughs> she didn't put the cup down until there was probably that much left in, and she put it down, and she said, she went like this, more! I said, what? And she put that cup down, she put it down, she looked at me like, what you gonna do, Papa? Uh, you know what I said? No more juice. Yeah. You know what she did? Ah! Ah! She threw herself down, started kicking, and then she bumped against the wall like it really hurt. Ah! Just started crying and crying and crying. Both my wife and I were looking at her, and we just kind of shook our heads. And then she calmed down a little bit. She got up again, and then she stood up at the table. And then she pointed at her cup, and she looked at me like. So I looked at her and said, no. <laughs> you know what she did? <laughs> Threw herself down again. Aww. Went through the whole, the whole nine yards again. Got back up, and then she looked at that cup again, looked at me, I said, no, Anaya. I'm not going to give you more juice. I'll give you water. And that's what really, amen, broke everything for her. <laughs> and she threw a triple tantrum. <laughs> wow. After she recovered from that, she stood up, and, and this is what I say. This is what I tell her mom. I said, she was giving me the old stink eye. You know what the stink eye is? Yeah, yeah she does. Yeah. You know what I did? I walked up to her. I spun her around. Amen. Yes. I don't know. I didn't hit her hard. I gave her a good little... Whack on the behind. Let her you know. That's what did it. <laughs> <laughs> she went in the living room. She was in there for a while. But after she came back in, guess what? She didn't ask me for juice no more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. She knows who her papa is. Amen. Why did I say that? I don't know. Maybe it's because some of you parents need to. Make the firm stand in your home. Amen. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Share the responsibility. I feel this in the spirit. Share the responsibility. Because some of you moms can love your children so much that you're going to spoil mm -hmm. your children. Yeah. Yep. And you're leaving it up to daddy to take all the, do all the correction. Mm -hmm. No, you know what? There's times you need to switch the responsibility of correction. Amen. Amen. Did you realize this? Who's closer to the children in the home? The mom. The mother. The mom. And you know what? Paul instructed uh, Timothy and Titus. He said, have the older ladies 
teach the younger ladies about how to behave in the home. Mm -hmm. Amen. So in other words, the, the females have more oversight than the males do. We're living in a day where parents don't, oh, don't do that. Yeah. 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 Huh? Social services has become the normal family's enemy when they want to administer discipline in, their, in the homes. Praise God. It doesn't take a village to raise a child. It takes a mom and dad. Yes. Are you listening Amen. to me, Hillary? But we know who our Heavenly Father is. Uh, let me close up. Let me close up. First John chapter 3. Hallelujah. First John chapter 3. I'm thankful for the word. Verse number 23. Look what it says. It says, And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him. If you keep his commandments, you're dwelling in him. And he in him. So when you keep his commandments, you dwell in him, and guess what? He dwells in you. And hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit which he hath given us. Woo. How could we doubt the Holy Ghost? How could we doubt? Look what he says in John, 1 John chapter 4, verse number 13. Look what he says. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Is that right? No. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he hath given us of his spirit. What more, what more can we ask for? What more? We have his spirit living in us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Whew. So we see here, that there is a witness given to us that we are his sons. His spirit bears witness with our spirits that we are the sons of God. You belong to him. And he belongs to you. Amen. 
I want you to think about this tonight. We know who our Heavenly Father is. Mm -hmm. We know who He is. And praise God, we should never question, amen, our, our existence, our life in Him because He's given us the Holy Ghost. What more do you need? What more answer do you need? Hallelujah. Praise God. I know who my Heavenly Father is. And if we could all, if we could all come to that understanding, if we all can know. Uh, one more piece of scripture, I didn't realize. Same Gospel of John, chapter 3. <laughs> I like the way John makes a contrast here. It says, little children, verse number 7, 1 John chapter 3, little children, let no man deceive you. Let nobody deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Don't let anybody deceive you. He that committeth sin is of the devil. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now look what he says. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him. So whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. In other words, you know what? That should not be a issue. If you really pursue the Holy Ghost, if you really allow the Holy Ghost some liberty in your life, if you really, amen, uh, allow the Holy Ghost to give you the strength you need, to give you the knowledge you need, the wisdom you need, guess what? Your mind's not going to be on backsliding. Your mind's not going to be on failure. Are you listening That's to me? Right. Your mind's not going to be on, uh, amen, pity or anything like this when you're going through something. Amen. Did you ever realize this? We always say that to ourselves. I've heard so many people say this. Oh, I'm always alone. I just feel so alone. And I say, you know, are you sure you're alone? Oh, yes, I feel so alone. I said, what happened to the Holy Ghost? Yes. Yeah. Because he said he will never leave us nor forsake us. That's right. So I know one thing: you're not alone. Yeah. Right. He's with you. Amen. And he's the he's the best person you could have with yes. you. Yes. I just want to dissuade any preconceived idea and thoughts that the devil's been throwing at you mm -hmm. and peppering your mind. Uh -huh. huh? Amen. I, I, I don't want to leave him any excuses. <laughs> yeah. Me and my 
My wife, we have to laugh. She's getting better, so am I. In Jesus' name. When we go, you know, everybody thinks they have problems. We all have problems. I, I, I can hear that. We all have problems. But you know, it's, it takes quite a bit for my wife to come down those steps in the house and, and, and get in the car. It takes quite a bit. Here I am behind her. I try to do my best and try to be there, help lift her up and all this. And Normally something that would probably take us maybe even 15 seconds to get from the house inside the car takes us about a few minutes. And I can tell when my wife hurts her, she goes, oh, oh. But you know what? She's been trying. Amen. The Lord touched her the other evening. And you know what she did? She, she surprised all of us. She said, I'm going to the house. <laughs> Got out of the car, walked in. Yeah. Ooh. Amen. Went around in front of the car. Yes. Yeah. Opened that door, walked up, stepped up those steps. Amen. Went in the house. She said, bring my wheelchair. <laughs> Kind of leaving that wheelchair behind, and that's Amen. that's what we we want. And you know, you know myself, I, I I struggle, I struggle even in my body. If you if you if you ever see me kind of up here, kind of wobbling around, it's because my legs just seem to, you know, my knees get so stiff that they don't want to move. Like they don't have that fluid movement. I can't I can't do those pirouettes and stuff like that. <laughs> I used to do. It. And I, and I have to accept that, you know, here I am, and, and I'm trying to maintain. But I know who my heavenly father is. Amen. And, and we come into church, and here we are, we're cutting our way, and I'm pushing the chair, and I'm lifting it a little bit. She used to have a powerful V8 engine behind her. Now it's running probably on seven and a half cylinders. <laughs> it's missing a little bit. Just a little bit, not too much. But I think myself, oh man, let that eight-cylinder, let that power come back to life in that eight-cylinder. It's, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. You know what? I pictured myself running in this sanctuary. Amen. Amen. Running in this sanctuary without being inhibited by my I don't have to wake up at 6 o'clock every morning. I don't have to pray. Huh? Yeah. I don't have to do any of that. I could just stay home, stay in bed, and just forget about it. I could give in to the pressures of this world. Huh? I can give in to every amen spirit that's there trying to torment me and oppress me. I could do that, but I don't do it. Praise God. Tell me, oh, you don't have the victory and you don't have the power. And you know, I think about that. I said, oh, Satan, you're sure stupid. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Because you know what? I, I feel the Holy Ghost in me. Amen. Amen. I know I have the Holy Ghost. Amen. You're sure stupid to try to tell me about something that I don't have when I know I have it. I'm 62 and my wife is 40 some. 
Here we are. We're elders, literally, in the body, in the spirit. Just like some of us in here. Thank God you have, you young people have some examples. Amen. I might just, one of these days, just have to crawl my way into this church. I don't know. But you know what? If I have to crawl in here, I'll crawl in here. Yes. I'll crawl in here until the Lord says, okay, you've done enough, Harold. Huh? Yeah. I have my mind made up. I have my mind made up. When we moved down here to Vermilion back in 2014, when we moved back down here in 2013, I had my mind made up. I said, Lord, I'm going to give this my all. Huh? I'm going to give this my all. Because I know who my daddy is. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I know who my daddy is. So he says, he says that, praise God, whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledgeth the Son hath the Father. Let that therefore abide in you which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, ye shall ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he hath promised us, even eternal life. So here we see. Here we see that we, praise God, we know who our Father is. Every pastor, every man of God, I don't know, I guess I'm still naive. You, you look at the people of God, you look at the congregation, and you say to yourself, man, I hope they have it all together. You hear the testimony, and you know that everybody's going through something, but here's the thing. Here's the difference. You made it back to the house of God. Amen. Amen. You can stand up, and you can talk to us. Right? Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. You can give God glory. Oh, the devil tried to slam me down. But I turned it around and I slammed him down. Yes. 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 Amen. <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. Here's the beautiful thing. God wants to bear witness. And his spirit is bearing witness with our spirit. That we are the sons of God. You know what's good about this? God is going to continue to bear witness. Amen. We're going to Amen. see God bearing witness with, with us in this place. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, we were paid a very, very beautiful compliment today. All the glory goes to God. But somebody said, 
I've never, I've never, I've always had a difficult time understanding the scripture. But since we've been coming to your church, it just seems like we have received understanding. Amen. We know what it says. Hallelujah. It makes perfect sense. Amen. Amen. You know what that is? That's the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, yes. hallelujah. Spirit of God's working on somebody. Spirit of God's working on somebody. Man, I feel that anointing up here. Hallelujah. I can feel it. Hallelujah. So if we can remember who our Heavenly Father is. And that we are his sons and we are his daughters. We belong to him. He has begotten us. He has begotten us. And his seed remains within us. There's just something about it. It'll draw you close to your dad. It'll draw you with a relationship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's several of you who never had a relationship with your earthly father. There was no love between you and your earthly father. So you know what it is to grow up without the influence of a father in your life. There was that void. There was that void in your life. Created a lot of bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart. Because you never had a father. But the Lord wants to be your father. The Lord wants you to adopt you and bring you into his family. So that you can be his son and you can be his daughter. That's thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's all stand. Thank you, Jesus. I wouldn't hesitate. I wouldn't hold back. I wouldn't just leave my salvation where I would neglect the things of God. You know, some of you in here need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Some of you need the spirit of adoption. Some of you need to be refilled. Some of you need to actually, actually humble yourself to your Heavenly Father and reclaim 
your position as a son and as a father. That's what some of you need to do. And when you do, God will bear witness. His spirit will bear witness with your spirit that you are his. Son, you are his daughter. But that's what you need to do this evening. That's what needs to happen. So you can know your heavenly So you can, amen, have a relationship with your heavenly father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to open up this altar this evening. I know it's 10 after 9. It's 10 after 9. Some of you may have to work tomorrow. I don't know. But you know what? God is in this place. God wants to minister to you. God wants to reach out to you and he wants to bear witness to you tonight in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you want to come up tonight, if you want to come up tonight, Lord Jesus, bless us, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Bless us with your presence, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Bless us with your presence, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, let your spirit do a work in us in this place. God, send forth, Lord, your spirit upon us in this place, O oh Lord. Help us, Lord, that we can receive, O oh Lord, the spirit of adoption and that we can claim, O oh God, our inheritance, O oh Lord. God, that your spirit can bear witness with ours, Lord, that we are your sons and we are your daughters, Lord, in this place. Help us to reach out to you tonight, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, Lord. Hallelujah. Help us, O oh Lord, that we can, amen, Lord, that we can humble ourselves, O oh Lord, before you. Amen, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus of Nazareth, do a work right now, Lord, in this place. Do a work in your people, O oh God. Renew, O oh Lord. Amen, Lord. Renew, O oh God. Our love, Lord, renew, Father, our relationship. Renew our faith, O oh Lord. God, in Jesus' name, renew our righteousness. Lord, in you, O oh God. Amen, Lord. Mahisha Mahana. Restore your people, Lord. Amen, Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah, Lord. Pour out your spirit upon us, O oh Lord. God, you will work over Hallelujah. Jesus' name. 
Thank you.